And good evening, everybody. How's everybody doing tonight? Don't forget, we have got a fantastic seminar series. First one is coming up in Pearson, Florida. We've got Pearson, Florida on the 4th and 5th of uh, November. And if you're any, if you're anybody's within driving distance, like six hours, eight hours, 10 hours, probably wouldn't want to go check it out. Got a problem dog? Bring your problem dog. We'll help you out. So we'll see you there. You can go to jefftillmanseminars.com to learn more about it. All right, everybody. Good morning. Good afternoon. Actually, it's evening. Good evening. Just wanted to run through the gamut of time zones for you, depending on where you are in the world, because you have a worldwide audience. Hope everyone's doing fantastic. My name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is the What Would Jeff Do Show, and I'm sitting next to the lovely Joel. And we Hello. and we love to help you. We actually love to help you with your dog problems. So what you're going to do is this: you're going to type in your problems with your dog, and then Joel will read them, and then I will. Um, uh, answer them. How's my audio tonight, everybody? We played with my mic a little. And I'm going to make sure I talk right into it. Right. We had sound problems this morning and tomorrow and this morning show. So I don't know why. What are you going to do? So it's all, it's all remember that um, people ask the questions. Sometimes the chat box room gets a little bit confusing. Joelle and I are the only ones that should be answering these questions. I know you all want to help, but please do not or get your own podcast. And if you want to know how to do your own podcast, I'll teach you how to do your own podcast. And I'm being serious, 100%. I use the word punishment a lot because um, most people do ask how to stop an unwanted behavior, even though punishment is maybe 5% of what we do, but it's probably the most important thing, um, and as well as training the human how to apply the punisher. Um, I also use the term shock cower. It's the same thing as a um, e-cower and a um, remote cower. They're all the same thing. And I'm very aware of the conversation out there. I've been doing this for 20 years. I am extreme. I've probably been training dogs more than more than 80% of the dog trainers out there right now. Um, if you just, just if, if you just think about it, I didn't write the book, but I've been training dogs for a long time, 10,000 dogs, 20 years, 300 seminars around the world, um, uh, specializing in unwanted behaviors, especially aggression. So we have protocols for everything. We have procedures for everything. And then we've got dogs that we have to do massive troubleshooting on, and that takes years of experience to figure out how and why. On the podcast, we try to get you, steer you in the right direction, but we also have online courses. Online courses are phenomenal. So there's a couple of things that everyone should know about. All online courses are going up in price in 2024. Number one, especially our best-selling courses. Why? Because they're so undervalued. We also will be having new courses coming out. Right now, if you go to Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy, we have a fantastic socialization course. It is on pre-sale. What that means is there's only a few videos up. I just added another today, though. And more videos will be added up for the next probably four to six weeks as we get more dogs in and we have the opportunity to show different examples. We're not going to just show just a bunch of dogs doing nothing. We want to make sure that there are different things we can show. And But don't forget, it's on pre-sale for $97, meaning it's going to go up by $100 um, once it's actually finished. So we would encourage you to do pre-sale. We also have a, a sold, we're in the middle of a sold out. We did one week of a sold out coaching program. We'll be announcing another coaching program, um, which will be a little bit more money. But even though it's a little bit more money, it's still going to be half the amount of money that the next one is going to be for 2020, 20, 2024. The magic word is 
coaching. Why? Because whether you have a business, whether you have a dog, whether you have a life or you want a life, we are going to be able to change everything for the better. And that has got tremendous value that gets exponentiated through your the rest of your life and your business. So let's get going with the questions. Joelle, what do we got? Okay. Awesome. Ozzy says, hello, everyone. Hope your day was amazing. Hey, awesome. Ozzie. Yeah, it was actually really, it actually got warmer out than I thought. It was such a nice day. It today. is incredible. Winter in I Florida is incredible. Cool mornings and the cool nights, but then the afternoon is still perfect. Why did you sit in the front, um, front of the house sitting area today? Because I was editing and the fountains in the pool is too noisy. I oh, I thought it was the glare of the sun maybe on the screen. No. Okay. I, I need peace and quiet when I edit. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah. Well, I can always shut the um, fountain off just to let you know. Just right. an FYI. Right. Just sit in the front. All right. Or you can just sit in the front. Hello. Hey, Avi. Snuggle buns. Hey, everyone. Hey, Snuggle buns. My formal interview for the kennel attendant went well. Now I have a working interview on Friday to see if I can hack the manual labor, hoping this place is the right fit for me. Okay. Awesome. Awesome. Little little bit of advice. When you do the working interview, just make sure you're covered legally. All right? So make sure you are, um, as soon as you start doing work there, you should fall underneath their, their workman's comp um, policy. Because if you get injured during the working interview, now what? Just, you know. I know you don't want to be a troublemaker, but you got to make sure you're working with animals. You're working with animals. What do we got? Sam on Rumble. Hi, Jane and Jay. I learned something from every one of your podcasts, so I'm excited to see what it'll be tonight. Oh, well, Three thank you, Sam. Three away from 1,000. That's exciting. Yeah. Oh, this is, are we really? Yeah, I guess so. oh, We've probably done even more because I didn't, I didn't numbering, I wasn't numbering, like this doesn't include six years of radio. Right. Um, and when we were on another platform... It didn't include all those. I don't yeah. think this includes the, um, I don't even remember that. It begins with a P, that platform. What do we stream on a long, a oh long, God, a long time ago? Uh, damn, Maybe it doesn't it? begin with a P. Maybe platform begins with a P. Oh, my God. Why can't I see Someone will know. What do we, we used to stream on, guys? <laughs> oh, my God. It was like before YouTube. Yeah. Shit. What the no, YouTube was around, but we didn't stream on YouTube. We, we because the because because YouTube oh, wasn't offering streaming. It's gonna come to yep. me. Yep, begins with a P though. Mm. Periscope. Periscope. Yeah. Yep, got it. Oh well, and someone just put Periscope up there. Yep. Lucky Heart says, "Went out with my dog. He poops and pees on the sidewalk, never the grass. We'll poop in Home Depot. How do I stop this? He's potty trained and uses the bathroom in the yard at home." <laughs> Nerves. He's nervous. Yeah. So I mean, the sidewalk. Trust me. Sometimes Joel will experience this with um, Wes. I thought you were going to say me. I'm like, what? I'm not pooping on the sidewalk. No, that's me. <laughs> I will find, I absolutely will find a spot to pee on a walk. I'll be like, well, there's bushes over there. I'll just walk right into the bushes and all of a sudden just pop out of them. Um, so, uh, well, no. Said, yeah, he's nervous. Yeah, it's nervous. It's, it's nerves. It's nerves. So what can you do? Potty the dog. I'm more concerned about your your Home Depot and your store your store um, excursions, potty the dog before you go in. Number two, carry a piece of newspaper. Just take a newspaper and have it folded up. Just have it folded up like this. 
this is a good service dog hack too because even though service dogs are not supposed to go to the bathroom inside when you're on a 12-hour flight or a eight-hour flight with the with loading on and this and this and if you're in an airport that doesn't have a potty spot and some dogs do not like to use the potty spots and you don't want to go through security and what you do is if you ever see your dog about to go to the bathroom probably mostly a number two just whip out the newspaper put it right underneath their butt they poop on the newspaper, wrap up the newspaper, go into the bathroom, and throw it out. A little bit of a service dog hack for you that I've had to use many times when I had Uma, and she had 100,000 miles. You know, she had 100,000 miles on her? No, no. Yep, 100,000 miles service dog. That means she flew 100,000 miles. Billy says, Mary's so shit while walking like a fucking elephant. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Like a horse or something. That's yeah. crazy shit. We've had dogs. all nerves. Too. Yeah, all nerves. All nerves. Yep. You'll, you'll get a dog that will poop in your yard, and then all of a sudden, like, where did all that poop come from? Yeah, they're it'll, 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 it'll poop. They're nervous reserves. It'll, it'll poop three more times. Yeah. Yep, and they're never good poops. No. Oh, no, no, no. Always running. Always running poops. Always. Constance. Hey, J&J. Hey, Constance. Hey, Constance. How are you? Um, Avi said you'll be doing amazing snuggle buns. Best of luck. Yes. See, enjoy the journey dog training. Thanks for the validation and small butt kicking yesterday, Jeff. After more leash drills for place. Had no hiccups with the dogs following me around, and CS was much smoother on the next session. Yeah, I think that that we're we're seeing a. It was just so funny how I just did an interview for my um, my my new podcast channel, Common Sense Talks with Jeff, and I just did it with someone that was it'll be coming out, and she was actually um, on Survivor, which is a tell. I don't know much about it, but it's a TV show. It's been around for like forty four seasons yeah. now. Yeah, so she was on three seasons of that. So we we're talking a lot about that, but I was more interested about the correlation the correlation between, you know, where did you, I literally said, you know, did you do athletics in high school? And like, you know, and it's like, and what kind of parenting did you have? And it's like the, these correlations of people that had, had these regimented things, how well do you do in that? And it's the same thing with dog training. Did you, did you grow up always not wanting to take chances unless mm -hmm. you knew it would work out perfect? Are you talking about me? <laughs> no, I'm not. <laughs> Is that you? Is there something about you I don't know? Are you serious? No. You call me on that all the time. So, um, two, I'm not going to even start doing this training protocol unless I know it's going to work. Mm. That's a really dangerous road to go down. Yeah. It's like, you're not going to hurt your dog. You're not going to fuck up the dog. See, trial and error. So when I started dog training 20 years ago, there was not, there's like the social media thing didn't exist. There was, there's, there wasn't all these how to videos, you know, online. How did you find out? And dog trainers definitely did not share. No, they did not share at all. You but can't know my secrets. Like, I feel like we get emails. We just got one today of an owner who's doing one of our courses and she's just always second guessing. Herself. Yeah. Yeah. It's, and it's just interesting. And it's funny because whenever I'm doing my coaching, Someone will ask me, this sounds so standoffish, but it's not. It's actually an empowerment training uh, uh, protocol. Do I do this or this? I said, I don't know. I'll be here Wednesday. Let me know which one worked. Mm -hmm. I do that all the time with people. I'm like, I don't know. That is literally, I feel like, the only reason or one of the reasons I grew as a dog trainer. When I was training you? When you were training mm -hmm. me, I'd be like, what do I do? You'd be like, what do you think you should do? But I didn't say it like that. No, you would. And I'd be like, this. And you'd be like, try it. Right. And I would try it. And you'd right. be like, guess it was the right decision. Right. Because number because one. You're constantly just telling people what to do. Right. 
they're never going to learn to think outside the box or on their own. Right. They'll never be self-empowered. Yeah. Also, you're going to always be looking for validation from others, which is a dangerous road to go down. It's like figure it out yourself Mm -hmm. and validate yourself and be proud that you actually figured it out yourself. I did this. I figured this out. I had a, I was, I had a problem in front of me and I figured out how to get through that problem. And that is a huge thing. And that is what is missing right now. Yeah. That is what is missing. Not only are people afraid to try A and B, they don't want to try any of it at all. all. Mm -hmm. They're so paralyzed with fear. And it's just like, the dog will be fine. Yeah. Everything will be okay. I think that's also why our go homes are very successful. And whoever's watched that are considered the human course. Mm. Um, I know me personally, whenever I was still training dogs, like at the center, I'm very hands off at my go home sessions. And I tell clients that right from the get go, I will handle the dog if you need me to. Yeah. Oh yeah. But it's your dog. I'm just going to stand back and let you make an informed decision on what you should do. I'll yeah. tell you what to do. I'll coach you. I'll go through it maybe one time. But after that, it's like, well, you do it. And then I'm here if you need me. Right. Right. There's a rule of thumb. Go home should be 90-10. Yeah. Owners should have the leash for 90% of the time or the tools for 90% of the time. You should have the leash or the tools for 10% of the time. You show them and then you coach them. Your 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 role is as a coach. Not It's like, I'll show you, but you need to do the work. They need to feel what it feels like to work the dog. Then you need to help them troubleshoot. And you make suggestions, but you have them do it. It's such an important thing. Such an important thing. Next. Sid says, evening, JJ and crew. Hey, how are you, Sid? Cheryl says, it sounds wonderful. Oh, our sound? Good. Good. Good, good. I guess I fixed it this morning. Joyful dog. I had a really rough day today. I've been looking forward to this live all day. Heard a quote today. Too many people mistake habit for hard work. Really got me thinking. Yeah. Joyful. <clears throat> Last three podcasts, you've had a really hard day. Just to let you know. Not attacking you. Not criticizing you. So, you don't have to talk about it right now. Something's going on. Why are your days so... Don't answer this. Why are your days so hard? Did the same situation happen prior that did not warrant the saying, it's been a hard day? That was your every day and it was no big deal? So, does that mean you're getting burnt out? Are you so overworked that small things are turning into big things and you don't have the capability of working through those things and making them non-issues? Start thinking about all these things. Well, by the way, when you join our coaching program, this is the shit you get from me. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. Next. Well, I'm sorry you had a hard day, but I'm not sorry you had a hard day. And I'll tell you why. Because we live in a soft society. That doesn't mean you are soft, Jesse. It means that a series of hard, getting through a series of hard days and still standing and still showing up the next day is what is needed. That is what is needed. And if you want to be successful, if you think it's going to be easy, you're just being foolish. You're just being foolish. It is not easy. It is not easy. And if it's easy, then you're not taking on enough stuff. Next. 
Sorry, I keep getting texts from Janelle. My sister, I, I'm not even going to say it on this podcast. What? I keep getting, I'm, I have my alerts on for her specifically because tonight might be the night. Because she's have the baby. Yeah. Well, we already know her water broke, right? Her mucus plug. Oh, the mucus plug broke? Or came, came, out. came out, I mean? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, Stephanie says, I'm taking green to graduate, chaos to control, and e-collar course. Right in that order, and was wondering if that's if what did it go again? Start it again. On. I'm taking green to graduate, chaos to control, and e collar in that order, and was wondering if there's a chronological order. Okay, so well, if they're leash reactive, you should probably do chaos to control first to stop that reactivity. But the e collar number three is in number one as well. Yeah, e collar course is something. If you want to like up your e-collar game, so green to graduate covers e-collar, but e the e-collar live is like way more nuanced, like way more like advanced stuff. I feel like if we get a little bit deeper and we show right. um, different dogs than Tucker, because everyone's like, well, Tucker was like such a perfect dog, which he was. So if you want to see our e-collar methods with some not so perfect dogs. You can mm. watch um, the e Green to graduate too. But the e-cower live, you can almost do in parallel with green to graduate because you're going to need all those core skills anyway. But if your dog is leash reactive, definitely do chaos to control first because you got to get that under control. Right. Avi says, I've been loving what I've seen in the socialization course. It rocks. Good. Oh, good. Oh, we have so much more. So much. I think you have, you, have more, you have more that you haven't even edited yet, right? Yeah. Or did you get through that already? Um, between yesterday and today, I think I got two or three done, and I probably still have two or three. And we're going over there tomorrow again, I think, aren't we? Probably. Yeah, yeah, to do more so filming. We're showing the progression of a lot of um, a lot of the dogs. That's why all the stuff that's up are dogs that have come and gone already. Right. Now we have to do this batch of dogs that we have, which is like Bonnie, Poe, the more like reactive dogs. And then we're gonna put November's dogs into very it. Very slow yes. with them. And then November's dogs will be in it, and then. In December, so if you buy the if you buy the course now, you can you can actually see dogs socializing. But it'll be finally done with the November dogs. So by mid no, December, it's done, and that's when the price will double. Yeah, next. Enjoy the journey, Holly. The Periscope was so fun. Yeah, Periscope. I remember that. I was yeah. I used to stream it on a um, and on an iPad. I had an iPad was the camera. Yep. That, uh, that was when we were doing a three-hour show, I believe. I don't think I ever did Periscope with you. No, Never. no. I when I started with it was you, at the house though. No, it wasn't. I've always just done YouTube with you. Oh really? Yeah. Did you do a three-hour show? I did a New Year's one with you that was like... That was four-hour show. Hour yeah. I know. We could have gone all night. I could have. Yeah. Um, Billy said he would get so scared in the elevator that the poop came out of his butt would stick to the wall of the elevator <laughs> like a Hershey's kiss. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That'll get, you the, that'll, that'll get the HOA after you. Destiny said, hey, guys, just got my copy of the book, The Universe Has Your Back, after you oh. recommended it in coaching. So looking forward to reading this one. Yes, that's because a good book. I read that book. More than a dozen times. Is that one of Gab <laughs> that's one of, that's one of Gabby's books, right? Yeah. 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 I yeah. still will go back and read that book sometimes. It's like my original self-help book. There the is the first one I ever read. Absolutely highlight or turnover pages or paperclip or sticky notes, some really big things. And this is a great thing about all your self-help books. You can read 
like most books I like to listen to as close to 10 times as I can. And then I also like to revisit books every few months because how many of you have read a book before, a self-help book before? And it's, it's an actual hard book. So it's on your bookshelf. Mm-hmm. So it's not like someone replaced it. Yeah. You know, an audio book, I can see audio books all of a sudden just like, hey, let's just add a chapter like four and a half. We'll, we'll squeeze that information in there. I can see them doing that with, 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 uh, with technology. But a hard book, you'll often go, was this always in the book? Like, yeah. how come I don't remember reading this? Because you didn't need that information then. Yep. You didn't need that information then. I've read, I like, there. I, I can't do audiobooks because I'll just like fall asleep. Mm. Like they are relaxing to me hearing right. someone's voice like that. So I like a, a normal book. Mm. Well, just, I also sometimes will fall asleep, but right. I read every book that I own at least like two or three and like Gabby's book, like well, 12 times. Speaking of hard books, you got six of them coming in the mail. I do? Mm-hmm. Oh, did you order me Alex books? Uh, you're just going to have to wait. Alex Ramosi? Little, you're, Love yeah, him. you're just going to have to wait. They're youngin'. That's exciting. Yep. Got your, Robert, bu- got your bunch of books today. I've been seeing a lot of dogs with anxiety since the pandemic shut down. Have you seen the same thing? What we're seeing right now is uh, in the last three years, we are seeing soft dogs and soft owners. That is a really not so good combination. So we can complain about it, and I've done my share of rants on it. Or we can start coming up with courses, coaching, um, posts, uh, 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 emails that help empower people to get past that, which is why folks should go to Solid Canine Academy, Solid Canine Academy, and at a minimum, get on our free email list. There's a drop-down menu for free things. Get on our email list. We also have multiple free courses. Um, and then follow us on social media because if you do, you'll learn something new every every day. And that's why I also podcast every morning, Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff, to help someone with something. And that's why we do this podcast three times a week. And then we have something called uh, The Community. We've It's not just a membership thing. It's The Community, which is like a membership. But it's, it's going to be um, starting November 1st. It involves myself. It involves Joelle. It involves Tony, our tech guy, for select things. And we will be doing everything from Q&As to small little courses to behind-the-scenes training to small little training modules. We might even do, like, the first 10 people that ask a question um, that we can easily duplicate in, like, one session. Ask your question, and then, like, we might spend, like, an hour just filming, like, literally how to – like, how do you stop this? How do you do this? How do you do this? How do you do this? Hey, guess what? Let's do a show and tell. uh, uh, Actually, might want to title it show and tell. I have a little module there. Show and tell. Jeff and Joelle show and tell. Um, And it's like, well, we'll just show you how to do it because it's all about helping the solid canine training community, which – we're looking to be growing. So you, if you type in, um, if you go to uh, uh, any one of our posts over the last two days and just type in community in, um, in Instagram stories or on our page or, or, or yeah, direct message us community, you get on the wait list on that. And the wait list, all that is, is when we launch it, you're going to know about it. That's another great thing about being on the newsletter 
um, is uh, you find out things first. Also, in the community, stuff will be there. Information will be there. Yeah. Visual stuff will be there that you can't get anywhere else. Yep. It's little. It's not anywhere. It, it's not like it's um, a week later you'll see it on YouTube. Like you will never see it anywhere. It is private. It's private. Next. And you guys definitely want to get on the wait list because we're most likely going to offer Ooh. amazing pricing to like the first hundred people yes. or whatever, maybe first 50 people that join. Yes. So if you're on the wait list, you're going to be guaranteed to find out first. Yes. Are open, yep. So. yep. Um, and so Patreon will be stopping just yeah. for FYI. So Patreon will be stopping. And then the, the price of this will be anywhere from 25 to 37. We'll have an intro price, and then we'll have a um, uh, a regular price. But we're gonna, but it's gonna be, it's gonna be something amazing, something amazing, something we've always wanted to do because we sit and we grind away mentally. Like, how can we help more people? How can we help more people? So it's like, well, let's put this together. And it's like, well, it takes a lot of work. It takes a lot of work. Great, let's make it a membership thing. Mm -hmm. Let's make it a membership thing. People have to understand that this is what we do for a living. So next. Constant said, trying out for survivors on my vision board. Can't wait to hear about the podcast on that. It'll either push me to or scare me from. No, you talk to Kelly about you it. should. That's awesome. Talk to Kelly. She knows about it. Um, let's see. Joyful said, thank you. You're right as always. Sorry. No more Debbie Downer. I'll be joining the coaching 100%. Yeah, you, you're, you're not being a Debbie Downer. All right. You're not. But I'm going to call it. But, but, but Jesse, I know you well enough to call you on your shit. And I do it in a respectful enough way. I do it in a way that a therapist would do it. Um, that if somebody gets pissed off about it, it's like, well, that's one more thing to 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 figure out. Like, why did that? Why did that trigger you so much? You know, why did that? Why did that trigger you so much? Even if I said it in a in a combative way, why did that trigger you? Well, you're being combative with me. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Can't you just? Okay, that, that that's that's you. You're the one being combative. I can still be calm. So again, how emotionally, you know, intelligent or emotional your emotional IQ are you? Do you have and are you connected with? Next. Snuggle bun says so definitely no coaching Sunday. Oh, that's a good yeah. We we're gonna we're gonna send something out. You guys will know. I really will let you know by like Saturday. <laughs> the day before. I'm like, I my I don't know. My sister's like, I don't know. Am I in labor? Am I not in labor? Like, she is having some contractions. They're just not, like, super close. So, I'm like, I have a feeling he's coming any day. Like, if not tonight. But they're not, like, that close yet, the contractions. Yeah, but so, Joelle's I can't only... imagine this is going to go on much longer. She's, like, 42 weeks pregnant. Right. So, so got to get out at some yeah. point, kid. But Joelle's only going to be up there for three and a half days. So, it's got to be, like... Yeah, the, the that's why, like, if she doesn't have this baby by Saturday, I'm gonna you have to flight. to the following week. Yeah, and but, it's crazy because I booked my flight so late. I'm like, oh, we'll definitely be here by then. Right. She's right. like three weeks past her due date at this point, but but the due date was think, redone. They, yeah, yeah, I think they were wrong by a week. Yeah, the baby's tracking behind as far as yeah. size yeah. and stuff. So. She will. She'll spit that kid out. <sighs> so we'll let you guys know. Yep. <laughs> I don't freaking know what's going on. The here. plug's been popped. Um, let's see. If anybody wants photos, I'm selling them for five bucks a piece. Yep. <laughs> Joyful Dog Services says J and J and socialization. Any chance you'd be able to show multiple ways to put on a muzzle if you can't get close to the dog or the owner is incapable? We have a muzzle conditioning video. Yeah. Yeah. So we don't have a dog that's challenging. We don't have a dog that's challenging. No, dog. but but that that is something we would put in our membership program when yeah. we get a challenging dog in. More like heavy behavior mod like this is more like how you're gonna 
you know, we have a couple dog aggressive dogs in there, but like we, we didn't have, even have muzzles on we them. We didn't have muzzles on them. Yep. We, we, we have them on a leash. We trust our skills that we trust our time. Right. But we do have a muzzle conditioning video that is included with the course. So it's like, if your dog can't even wear a muzzle, why are you socializing it in the first place? Right. Right. It's like, so take it slow. You shouldn't even right. have dogs out with dogs if they can't wear a muzzle or if an owner can't get a muzzle on the dog. Yeah. We've have, and we have a dog coming in in a few weeks that Malinois, but we're having the owner muzzle condition it to save time. To save time, because when we say muzzle conditioned, that means it doesn't just wear it and deal with it. It's actually super confident in it, and it actually can work in the muzzle. Because a muzzle, a dog with a muzzle on, you don't see the true dog. But if you have a muzzle conditioned dog, you definitely can. Also, the dog um, can redirect on humans, so it'll be more of a safety issue that this dog is also muzzled. But we we've had many many dogs where putting on a muzzle was a three-person operation oh yeah oh my god three i mean where you you try to put a muzzle on a 125 pound uh rottweiler that does not want you to but you have to because you can't even get this dog out of a kennel what was that huge one it was that cane corso oh that dog was huge we had we've done we've got some oh. really creative ways but it's a multi-person operation and it's dangerous as hell and it's dangerous and it's not pretty and it is very, very forceful. And a lot of people are like, oh, just muzzle condition it. And it's like, well, we have a muzzle conditioning video, okay? So I know how to muzzle condition a video. Joel knows how to muzzle condition a video, a dog. We're really, really good at it, actually. But when you have a dog, people have got to understand, in order to muzzle condition a dog, the dog is usually sitting in front of you, and you have food and a clicker and the muzzle. And the dog is sitting in front of you. And what else is in front of the dog? Your face. It's like you're, you're going to lose your face. And I'm not saying this dramatically. I'm saying it realistically. Dogs have lunged at my face hundreds and hundreds of times. And it's not because I did something to the dog. It's because that's what these dogs do that we work with. They lunge at people's faces. And not because I tried to kiss it. I was just the person in striking distance of the dog. Like We, we work with some really, really aggressive dogs. People have yeah. got to understand that. That's a world that most people do not know. Next. Sam says, any suggestion on how to approach a client that is way overdue for a follow-up and hasn't contacted me again? Just for context, they were very happy with the results of the first session. Um, you call them up and say, what the fuck's your problem? Call them up or email them and say, hey, this is Sam. I'd love to, you know, do a refresher with you. You know, it's included. You paid for it. Mm -hmm. I'd love to do a refresher for, with, with you. You know, see how you're doing. Got any issues? I'd love to, you know, make sure that everything's going well. That's it. Just honest, honestly. Don't don't think negatively. Don't think, oh my god, they hate me. Just be like, maybe just they they might be too embarrassed. They maybe didn't do any of their homework and are embarrassed. They uh, maybe they're having massive success. Um, but just call them up. Say either way. You know, you know, yes or no. Don't worry, I won't be offended. Next. Constance, watching the socialization course, at one point, Cowboy jumps on another dog's back, and I think it's corrected. Is that always a punishable offense? Ours do it too, and I don't like it. Afraid they will hurt each other. Okay. So, Cowboy okay. is known for humping. So, he absolutely is corrected because him jumping on another dog's back means he's going to hump. And we know that could 100% lead to a dog fight, depending on what dog he tries to do that to. So, yes, that gets corrected. If it's play, pure play, 
with dogs that know each other well and it's never escalated. It's not pre hump behavior. We don't care. In fact, Cowboy is such a humper. He humps everything. He'll he, hump your leg. He jumped up and stuck his whole nose into a dog's oh, asshole so the other day. Literally Cowboy's jumped dirty. up. His whole no- Cowboy is a dachshund mix. He's so and this dog that he did it to was 85 pounds. So he had to jump up and he had the perfect height. When he put his nose out, it his went whole right no, into the butthole. No, went right into right into the butthole, and I think insertion, ca- like yep. And I I think the dog tipped him, gave him a tip, mm. yeah, gave him a couple bones. Next. So yeah, if it's like if it's two of your personal dogs, constantly, and they're just playing, and, playing. and it's like it doesn't escalate, it doesn't lead to a fight, it doesn't lead to humping. You can leave it alone, or you can stop it. Just yeah, whatever. It's your rules. Your rules, yeah. Yep. Yep. Amy, I have a reactive dog that didn't that I didn't address issues until they were big. I now have a new pup who showed fear walking by a giant moving Halloween decoration. Mm-hmm, that's I common. Waited until he was calm at a distance, but how far do I confront fear? You can go right to the fearful event. You can go right up there. So this is what you want to do. This is this is how we do it. First, put baseline on the dog. You can have a baseline heel and our baseline down, and then you're going to leverage. That doesn't stop the fear. Okay, but you're going to leverage that. It also does actually help with confidence, but you can leverage it. So this is what you're going to do. Walk by, you're at Home Depot. They've got the animatronic Halloween stuff. They've got the animatronic Christmas stuff. Um, You're going to walk by it, walk by it. You're going to activate it, right? And if your dog breaks the heel, correct for breaking the heel, not for being afraid. Put your dog into a down. Start it 10 feet away eight feet away, six feet away. If the dog breaks the down, correct it for breaking the down, for not being afraid. People are so sometimes misled. They just don't, oh, you're punishing the dog for being afraid. No, I'm not. The dog, I'm punishing, I'm applying a punisher to the dog because it broke a known command, but it's afraid. I don't care. Be afraid in a downstay. It's so important because your dog will get hit by a car. Your dog will run away. Your dog will like knock somebody over, um, you know, as it's running away. So it's really important. Next. Destiny said the community is going to be amazing. Yes. Yes. It is. Snuggle buns. Joelle does Westlake puddles. My GSD loves playing in them. He had a blast this morning. Um, no, he actually like avoids them, but he loves bodies of water yeah. that like he can swim in he's obsessed i don't think it's a german it's not a german shepherd thing i mean i think a lot of dogs i mean do, give your dog a good mud hole oh it's in no not with yeah he's never been like but he loves swimming loves swimming loves swimming to walk into a creek and river give him some deer shit he'll roll all over it oh yeah but yep and he'll, he'll, no. yep, he'll let it get a mad in his back and back just because he knows joel will clean it out he loves rolling in shit. yep and then bathe him next um, Holly said, membership question, will there be a credit for Patreon members who have already paid in full? If so, yes. Yes. So if you've paid any, if you've paid a year. You got to email us. You can email us. And the date you paid through. And then we're going to prorate it and then we'll give you, but we'll give you added. You're going to get, you're going to get more than you paid for. You're going to get more than you paid for. Yes. Next. Um, joyful dog for a dog that flies out of the kennel, correct upon flying out or just before or even on break flies out impulsively just many rats goes in no problem so what you do is you open up the door you don't say anything walk up to the door in the kennel number one the dog's supposed to be in a down if the dog's not in a down correct the dog for being in a down you don't use any words you just use the remote it's a default behavior then what you're going to do is you're going to open up the door a little bit if the dog gets out, um, out of the down you 
corrected down. So that's one way to do it. Now you've got a dog that when you open up the door, doesn't move. That's one way to do it. The second way to do it is don't do anything I just suggested at all. Just have the dog just ready to go. He's hot as hell, ready to burst out. Open up the door. As soon as that dog moves forward, slam that door as hard as you can. Just make sure the front paw is not out of the door or else you'll crush the front door. If it happens to bop them in the nose, it's it's no big deal. They will survive. Dogs run into cars and trees all the time. Um, and that's one way to do it. Open up the door again. The dog should actually then do a default hesitation. Then you you have it on a leash. You say break you, and the dog comes out. You can go to break to down, break to sit because a lot of dogs will come out hot. Next. Bobby said, laugh my ass off. Go cowboy. Yeah. Cowboy's crazy. He is. He's a great dog. Um, Billy said, when we walk around the dog park, George usually has a ball in his mouth and just follows me around the park. Statement question. <laughs> Statement to me. Okay, cool. <laughs> Yay, George. <laughs> Anything else, Billy? Anything else, Billy? <laughs> this morning I had pancakes and eggs for breakfast. <laughs> oh, here we go. There it is. Today, some random dog, I don't know, came up and tried to get the ball out of George's mouth. Ooh. He was twice George's size, and George pinned him, and the lady came out screaming, and I was kind of grinning. Good. Yeah, it sounds like an asshole dog. So, yeah, it's like, lady, like, so your dog tried to steal my ball? What do you, what do you, well, hold on, what, she, what was she screaming at? Her dog or you? George pinned him. Oh, well. Oh, well. Such is life. Such is life. She's probably also the kind of, if she has kids, kids that, like, they're, they're like their kid does the bullying, and your kid is tired of the bullying and punches them in the nose, mm -hmm. and they're like, there's no excuse for violence. I'm like, um, yeah, there is. That's the best way to stop a bully. Punch him in the nose. They'll stop. Because bullies are usually spineless and weak. Next. Pack walking pair. My dog has been going potty on the sidewalk instead of the grass. Any advice? Um, only walk on grass. What you do is you can walk as soon as you walk. First of all, do a potty break before you go for a walk. As you go for a walk, then you can go off. You give a designated potty break. And you let the dog potty. Now, there's two kinds of potties. There's the marking potty or there's the, I really got to go to the bathroom. Yeah. Historically, a lot of dogs will, for instance, Wes is a great example. Hey, Wes, we're going for a walk and I'm not going to give you any information whatsoever. We're just going to walk. He'll follow us. He's, you know, he's trained and he'll follow us. He'll mark a dozen times. So annoying. A dozen times. Or give him information that says, which is the remote collar, he'll go to the bathroom once yep. at the halfway point of the, the walk, which is at the grassy area at the end of the street. Sometimes he'll literally, if I don't let him mark, he'll just drop travel right in the street. Like, lady, I gotta go. Right. And that's when I know he's it's like Yeah, but most of the time, though, it's like, no. No. It's just, he's just fucking about. Yep. Just fucking about. Yep. Next. Billy said, I know I'm going to get lectured. Why? You walk around the dog park. Like, you're not in it, right? Why would you you're get lectured? You're not in it, right, Billy? You better not be in the dog park, because then you will get lectured. But if you're just walking around it. He said he walked around it. Right? <laughs> um, Next. Pack walking pair said, this is go to the bathroom type. Walking along and drops a poo in the morning. Oh, I'm... You know, then you do your best. That's not the worst thing. You do your best to potty the dog before you go on the walk. And then maybe within the first couple of minutes, try it again on a piece of grass. 
and, and if it's from your house, go to the same spot each time. Um, and but guess what though, dogs got to go. Dogs got to go. Yeah, I mean, you could exercise induced. That's why I feel like once they start walking, right. they're Like, oh, I got to poop. But I mean, you can stop a dog from going to the bathroom. We do. We have, but that's usually not a major a major thing for us. Yep. That's it. Okay. Next. Oh, that's it. Right oh, that's it. Oh, oh. Um, Here we go. Billy said, I go to the park very early, so it's four or five dogs. Vader knows them all very well. It's kind of funny when anybody gives George a hard time, Vader jumps in. All right. As long as you know them. Hmm. It's the same dogs every time. Okay. Still a lot of parasites. Agreed, but. Just make sure he doesn't drink out of any community water bowls. I'm sure G he gets vaccinated, though. Giardia. Giardia. Yeah. Yep. Um, GB Box says, just a shout out. I'm exhausted today. Several great sessions today. Tired, but feeling so motivated to do more. I've really streamlined my approach, which is saving time and getting more real work in. Good. Awesome. I'm so proud of you. Graham, got it. Kudos Graham, to you. you're killing it. Kudos to you, Graham. Kudos. He's been in our world for like, what, a month? And following all of our advice. And look at that. And he's doing great. Business is booming. Clients are successful. And he's been doing this for 35 years before he met us. Successfully. Yeah. Yep. But that's what we do. We like polish things up. We clean them up. We. But but he went from the service dog world to the pet yeah, dog world, totally which is a different. totally you're going from stable dogs to unstable dogs. It's a whole different world. It's a whole different world. Going going from the sport dog world to the pet dog world, the police dog world to the to the pet dog world. Especially now, yeah. with pet dogs, because I just feel like they're like at an all time low. Unfortunately. Unfortunately, a lot of them are mentally challenged. Yeah. Improperly bred, mentally challenged, and it is what it is. I mean, but that doesn't mean there's not great dogs out there. There's not great dogs. There's a lot of great dogs out there, but a lot of these dogs need some some serious troubleshooting. They need some troubleshooting, which comes with experience. That's why having a mentor or joining a community is that much more important because we, chances are, what you're struggling with, we have seen and 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 um, uh, uh, figured out how to deal with it. That's what go. That's what you do when you find someone with experience, and now you've got two people. Next. I just feel like all business owners should have business coaches. Of course, like, they should. We invest in business coaches. Yeah. And mentors. Yeah. It's like everybody should. Yeah. You need not only the accountability, but like the. We've got. Support. Let's see. We've got support with mental health, with physical fitness. I'm a personal trainer. I've been a personal trainer since I was 18 years old, so that's over a decade, and I still hire a coach to coach me. Right. And I'm a person, I'm perfectly capable of writing my own programs, but I just, I like having a coach. Marketing? I like knowing that I've spent money on it and I'm going to take it seriously because I spent money on it mm -hmm. and not get lazy. Go ahead. What's next? Go ahead. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's a good example. I, I agree 1000%. Okay. Next. No, next question. All right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm fine. Make me feel bad. For Why would I make you feel bad for interrupting me again? It's 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 commonplace. <laughs> next. I'm going to start my own podcast. Everybody come join my show. <laughs> this okay. already is your show. Um, Joyful Dog said, Kennel, advice good. Likely have to do the down. I did slam the door, but the dog weighs as much as I do and can plow through anyways. Down is likely more functional. No, down, but down is our default. Always. Dogs down, dogs down in vehicles, dogs down in crates. If not, they get corrected. That's the default. Next. 
Sam said, my neighbors are complaining about fleas in the neighborhood park. If my dogs are up to date on their flea medicine, should I worry about taking them there? I, I, well, I can, there's fleas everywhere. There's fleas everywhere. There's fleas everywhere. That's what you use preventatives for, yeah. I mean, what are they, what, what they going to be like just in the, what, a dog park or a park, but not another part of the park? I mean, they're fleas. They don't give a shit. I don't think fleas have a map. Next. Um, Avi said, oh, shit, you're in trouble. Two dogs. Who? Who? I don't even recall what the hell we were talking about anymore. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. Next. Gina, hey, Jeff, what are your thoughts on a dog that has been in a board and train with me for 13 days and still pants in the crate? It seems like anticipation as it mostly only happens when I'm in the kennel room taking dogs in and out. Mm -hmm. She's in a down but pants constantly. Usually this passes, but this girl has stuck with it. We have dogs that have done that as well for two weeks um, plus. You can Panting, you can actually correct, believe it or not. Low-level remote collar, you can actually stop panting. We've done it. We've done it probably not thousands of times, but definitely hundreds and hundreds of times we've done it. Um, we do it in the vehicle. We do it in the kennel. We do it on place. We do it during a walk. So you can actually stop panting, but it's probably stressed. It might be stressed. It can be stressed. It's like, oh, shoot, I have to work. I don't like to work. There's a lot of dogs out there that don't love to work. Everybody's like, oh, all dogs love to work. It's like, really? <laughs> let, me let me introduce you to some that like, could care less. They don't care at all. They don't, not only do they not have food drive, they have no hunt drive, they've got no play drive, they've got no work ethic, they're just lazy little fuckers sitting around. So, so you can correct that. What else do we got? Sam said it's a neighborhood park, but a lot of people take their dogs there. Yeah, I wouldn't, technically there's fleas everywhere. That's what you use preventatives for. Yeah. There's a lot of natural preventatives. What do we use? Wonderside. Wonderside. There's a lot of, there's a, it comes in a spray bottle. You can get it on Amazon. Yeah. You just have to apply it every time, but it's no big deal. It's better than the poison. Yeah. People have to, you know, just remember, you know, I mean, we, there's a lot of more natural things you can do for fleas and ticks. Um, I feel like, um, like raw fed dogs too usually just don't even like attract that stuff. There's additives that you can add that supposedly repels it. But also, you know what's really, really weird? Remember that one time we um, we went back up to New England. We're down in Florida now. Joel has a house in New England. We went, were up in New England with Wes. And Wes went outside oh. just to the front yard. Joel has 180 acres. So just to the front yard. Mm -hmm. That's it. Not through the woods. Just like just milling about the driveway and yeah there's a little bit of greenery there i mean a lot of greenery i mean it's the woods but came back in covered with ticks yeah. covered in ticks it's like geez so we haven't seen i don't think we've seen a tick down here not one tick no nope. every once in a while there's a there you know there's an alligator you know connected to a dog but you know i've never even seen a gator since we've been here you haven't it's funny because we saw the little ones going underneath the bridge at the park at the um the uh, uh preserve no those were manatees not alligators. What do we see? What do we saw alligators. Somewhere. When we looked at that house that we were potentially going to make this training center. Oh. It was like a baby one. That's was right. On but we're like, it was so far away and. That's right. Needed a lot of work. Yeah, we see a lot of dolphins. But I saw more alligators when I lived in South Carolina mm. than I have here in Florida, which is bizarre. Yep. I've got a client that has three right in their backyard. Hmm. Yep. And, and their house is abuts the. 
retention ponds. With retention they ponds. retention ponds because you know what? When I lived in South Carolina, we lived on yeah. and that's where I always saw It's so funny how developers like to pass those off as lakes. I mean, do, lake. I mean, do you, the retention, retention, the retention pond you're talking about? Flesh yeah. eating bacteria in it. Right. Sam Davis, my male GSD wheezes, whines a lot when I first let them in the house. I'm going to try the e-collar tonight. To yeah, it. yeah. It could be an excitement thing. Mm -hmm. Could be just an excitement thing. It's an over. It could be an over arousal thing. Um. Let's see, Karen. Hi, Jeff. I just saw the huge fight with Dog Daddy, and it reminded me of your attacks. I'm concerned how bad it is. Well, he definitely. I think his. Um, it's more. I think intense with him. Uh, that could be just the year we're in. Um, it could be because people are getting away with it. And um, it's good to see what dog trainers are jumping on board. And that's a good indication that you probably shouldn't go to them. It's sad to see so many uninformed, uninformed people. And I've, it's the same parroting of, of everything. Um, I don't think people realize how bad, I don't know his personal situation, but I can just speak from mine. When the FBI literally takes you seriously and they open up a case, when you have to get armed security, when you disconnect your phone, when you shut off certain countries. I don't know if anybody knew this. If you're getting a lot of hate from the UK, which is where a lot of hate comes from, you can, on Facebook, you can shut off the UK. You can shut off countries. I don't know if anybody knew that. You can actually make it so the UK, for instance, Australia, New Zealand, which is the, the trifecta of hate. Um, and by the way, I've got a ton of fans there, but that's where a lot of the hate comes from in a very organized fashion, especially the UK. You can actually shut them off. And unless they're using like, you know, you know, a VPN, they, they cannot see your Facebook page. It looks like you it looks like you disappeared. It looks like you disappeared. So, um, and then, and then TikTok, which was not really around when I was doing it when I was getting all the hate, but it's around now. TikTok, TikTok is the number one purveyor of, hmm, well, it's, it's right up there with Twitter. But I think TikTok is even bigger because it's, there's not many platforms where you can get a million views overnight of something. And that's, that's TikTok. So TikTok is huge. But the thing is that um, it's disgusting, actually, what's going on with the hate towards a lot of things, but especially towards dog trainers who are actually doing good work. And um, I've always been one to be like, wow, you actually have a family. Um, you've got children and you're bullying somebody. I'm always amazed by that. I'm always amazed by grown ass adults spewing hate on a dog trainer's page over some false ideology and misinformation and you actually have children, and the and you're like, it's just an interesting, interesting bullying concept to me. And you're doing it maybe from a work computer, so yeah. But we're gonna do a course on how to deal with online hate. I'm a, I'm an expert at it. Next. 
Um, Sam said it's definitely an excitement thing. I just realized that I need to use the e-collar okay. to make him calm down before entering the house yep. too. Yep. Yeah. Before or let him do it in the house and educate him there. Joyful Dog said, do you have any clients on meds? Does it affect your protocols or do you detox all prior to your program? Uh, I mean, other than, I mean, all the mind altering ones, we detox them off. We detox them off. Yeah, you have to be off. You have to be medication free in order to come into our program because we want to work with the dog. Yeah. You know, and I'm not anti med. You know, you know, I'm not. I mean, I speak out against big pharma all the time. Very outspoken against big pharma. I've gone on many rants on big pharma. I'm very anti them because um, they're taking. They're going to take over the whole industry. I've already. I've already laid. I've already laid it all out for everybody. And. Um, and it sounds like a conspiracy, been like all the other conspiracies that I've talked about until they're true. Um, it's actually a conspiracy. And until they're true, and this this one will be true in the next five years. Big pharma's takeover of the pet industry. Mm. Next. Karen said, I wish you well. Wow, Jeff, I'm so sorry. It's super hard to be a legend, and you are. Well, thank you for that compliment. Um, I'm just very outspoken, and I get that from my mom. Yes. Um um, I'm very outspoken. I don't bend my knee to anyone. Um, I'm uh, not going to cave to hate. Um, I've had my career, my life, my family's life, my reputation um, uh, i've I've been through a lot. I've been through a lot. Lies. Um, the BBC has done, I should probably, I should probably try to find that BBC. It's probably not that hard to find, but the, the, the defamation that the BBC did, I didn't do, you know, you can't do anything about it. People are like, did you sue him? I'm like, no, you don't, I'm not going to sue him. Like, I don't got time or money for that. So you have to pick your life's only so long. You have to pick your battles, but, oh, there's so many people that, um, what I really want to do is I want to find that front page article from the Scot Scotland's, sure we can find that. Scotland's largest newspaper. I'm right underneath Meghan Markle and um, the prince, and I'm right underneath them, and it's a one-third page photo of Jeff Gelman, the dog abuser. Keep him out of the UK. I want to turn that into a T-shirt or a coffee mug. People are crazy. Yeah, that was big. Oh, yeah, the UK, man. They are there. I'm sorry. I don't know what it is. For all the folks in the UK, I love you, but, man... I don't know what the fuck's in your water because you have got water. so much hate inside your soul. Well, it's probably vitamin D deficiency. Seriously. I mean, I don't get a lot of sun. You know, there. I have got wonderful, wonderful clients. I mean, I do, I do at least one to two a week consults in the UK. We get, we have fans in the UK, mm -hmm. but I will tell you the, the amount of hate that comes out of the UK. It is incredible. And maybe that's just history. Look at this. The National Diet and Nutrition Survey shows that one in six adults in the UK have low levels of vitamin D in their blood. Well, there you go. One in six. So that's 15%. So, I mean, I, I don't, what is that? What is that? How does that average world, I mean, in, compared to the US? I don't know. Yeah. Well, whatever you just Googled, throw in US instead of UK. All right. But hopefully you're using DuckDuckGo and not Google. What else do we got? Um, but, 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 but going back to Karen, like okay. going back to Karen, like, that's why I can, 
make a course about that and monetize it. But I, this is the thing, the best way, the best way, and now I would do it, now I would handle it even differently. Now I laugh in the face of cancel culture if it's towards me. I laugh at the face. It's like people, we still get comments, oh, are you the guy that abuses dogs? I'm like, you're a little bit late to that party. Like, you just discovered me? What took you so fucking long? It's like, what are you going to say to me? Like, what are you going to say to me that's going to, like, even close to bother me, considering it didn't bother me back then? Like, you're just going to look, you're just going to look stupid. Well, you know, what? even worse here. Yeah. 42% of the U.S. is deficient. Yeah. 40 fucking 2%. Yeah. How? Why? Because everyone's inside. Yep. And everyone's slathering on tons of sunblock and shit. Yep. You got to get that vitamin D, but they have, but they have vitamin D in capsules. You can actually get it. No, you don't take that shit. You need the real stuff. Okay. Well, they have artificial vitamin D, red light, blue light. That's not vitamin D. You don't get vitamin D. Natural sunlight. They've got the real sun, not some fucking capsule and not some light inside shining on you. All right. Even windows block it. So you, oh, I sit in front of my window. The filters out like ninety eight percent of the the rays that you need. Okay. All right. Sam said he actually redirected last night on the female because I wasn't letting him in. So excited, I had to bonk him. Yeah, that's he was also barking at me, and I was like, Oh, no, oh no. you oh, shut oh. the shut that down and shut it down quick. Next. Um, Joyful Dog said, I had a client in the UK last year. She has a banned breed. She walked through a park on leash. They confiscated and euthanized her dog. Yep. Dog was insecure, no aggression, no bite. But it doesn't matter. It's a... find her 800 pounds. Six-year-old bully she hid for years. I don't understand the yep. UK either. Yep. Holy shit. Yep. In fact, in, um, in Montreal, Montreal is about just as bad. Montreal, they incentivize you to tell on your neighbor. For ban- for banned dog. breeds. Yep. They will show up at your house, take your dog, and kill it. No wonder people are miserable there. I'd be fucking sad, too. Could you imagine that? Steal my dog from me. Take your dog and kill it. Encourage the neighbors to tell on you. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Any World War II aficionados out there? That's we can insane. see the correlation. <clears throat> Joyful Dog said D-drops are the most bioavailable, but Joelle is right. Real sun. Yeah. It needs to be on like 40% of your body, not just your face or just your legs, like full body. Yep. That's why I walk around naked outside all the time. Yeah, sun your butthole. That's right. Sunning your butthole is actually, <laughs> actually 15 minutes a day getting butthole sun is actually recommended. Mm-hmm. So if you hear about the Florida man that's in his front yard with his ass cheeks spread, Getting arrested. I hope you wouldn't do that in the front yard. Excuse me, officer. I'm just getting my vitamin D on. Just listen to a podcast. You should try it. Gina said, did you know you shouldn't use soap for up to an hour after being in the sun if you want to absorb the vitamin D? The oh, really? Mm-hmm, yeah, because it washes off your skin. You, well, let your... you can actually wash off well, the vitamin your... D? It's like a chemical reaction in your skin. So well, how's... Like, Look at that. you got to let it do its thing. Well, I only bathe twice a week, so I'm, all... I'm good. How about going swimming, though? How about going in the ocean? Yeah, but usually you're at the ocean for more than 30 minutes. So it's like, okay, go in the water, come out, hey, sunbathe, wh- go in the water. Whoa, 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 whoa. Stop right there. When we were in Greece. We were in the sun all day. But we were also in the water a lot. Yeah, but you're out, cool off. out of the water for at least an hour at a time. You think so? Like, yeah. Okay. Because some of those days were hot days. Yeah. Yeah. 
grease will be fine again. Gina said no water is fine. Yeah, I think it's just if you actually. Like, oh, it's the scrubbing. 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 So Got it. Obviously, if, you, if you're loofah, loofah. Yeah, it is insane. I can't imagine. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. The citizens there aren't armed, so it's like you can't even protect your dog. Nope. But that's what happens when people. That's what happens when people don't speak up. So this is this is the thing, guys. Okay. If it upsets you that you can have, well, that breed shouldn't be, you know, it's a pit bull. Okay, I get it. There's a lot of people that hate pit bulls. Okay, I get it. Okay. That's today. Today it's taking away pit bulls. Tomorrow it's taking away e-collars. Mm -hmm. The day after that it's taking away um, bite sports. The day after that it's taking away corsos. The day after that it's taking away hunt um, hunt and field trial dogs. The day after, like, like once you start banning things and once you empower the people that their banning mentality works and once they find the people with the finances to get behind their cause and the politicians to present their cause in a electable, in a, in a votable format, what you love is next. The activity that you love, the breed that you love, mushing, boom, over. Weight pull, boom, over. Agility, sounds far-fetched, boom, over. It's all going to happen. Training dogs, no. Your dog doesn't want to train today. You're not allowed to train your dog today. It has to be an active participant. This has been put before legislation before. In Canada, you can't say no to your dogs. That has been put before legislation before. But guess where? what bill it was put on? It was put on the no shock collar bill. Read the fine print. Oh, and you can't say no, and your dog needs to be a willing participant. Jesus, we, we almost voted on that. Holy shit. Mm -hmm. Yeah, be careful. There are people out there that do not have your best interest in mind. Please remember that. Be careful what you vote on. Sam uh, Davis gave us a $2 top chat on Rumble. Thank you, Sam. I'm really excited about the community. Have a great night. Thank you. Yeah, so you can do top chats on YouTube and on Rumble. And then also, you can buy it. If you're on Instagram, you can buy a badge. Buy us a badge. What do you want? Cooking? Fire making? What are you talking about? The Boy Scouts. Girl Scouts. Cooking and fire me? Yeah, little badges. Little merit badges you'd get. Oh. Yeah. I was never part of it. So. What's up, Ange? Well, uh, I'm gonna I'm about to get ready for bed, uh, so uh, I just want to say goodnight. All right, come on. Well, um, good night, guys. Yep. Good night, Papa. Love you, buddy. I'll, I'll give you a good night afterwards. Okay. All right. Good night, Joel. Good night. Get out of here. Go, I'm go. <laughs> it's 806. FYI. It's uh All right, everybody. Madly in love with all of you. Take care. Everybody have a fantastic day. What's today? Wednesday? Yeah. Okay. I don't know anymore. See everybody to oh. see everybody tomorrow morning with the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show, 8 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. See everybody tomorrow uh, Friday night. And Friday morning, but Friday night for the What Would Jeff Do show. And let's uh let's let's uh let's hope. Um, that Let everybody pray my sister has this baby. Baby, spitting that baby out tonight.
Everybody send her good vibes. 326 AM. Baby. That's the bet. Pops out. I don't think it's gonna be that soon. Yeah. I'm thinking it's gonna be like an afternoon baby tomorrow. Yeah, Angela's always here. Like right this is the thing. The the, the podcast studio is in my bedroom now. So and we put an addition on this house six months ago. Yeah. No, it was like last winter. Ange- Angelo has his whole his whole he has his own wing now. He's got his own wing of the house. So uh yeah, he's got a bedroom and he's got a whole area. So he's got his whole whole, whole area now. So there's no reason for him to hang out like right here. Before the podcast studio was in the, ki- in the dining, room. dining room, connected to the kitchen, connected to the living room. So he was always right there. And he didn't have his own room. So he was always right. He was remember when right the there. studio was out there? What a nightmare. Why is that? We didn't have a dining room table for like a year. There was just shit everywhere. You walk in the front door and it's just like podcast explosion. I'm so glad we have this little area now. Yeah. And the lighting, everything's just so much better now. Yeah. All right, everybody. Take care. Good night, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.